Hi, Reed. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Fine. It's been a little while since we last talked. Yeah, it's been like a month or so. Yeah, I checked the date of uh, just when I was setting up this recording and the last recording we had. So now it's May. Yes. The last recording we had was in March. Oh, wow. So there's a month in between there. That, yeah, that's how months work. Yep. But we did not record in that month of April. So potentially we have a lot to talk about. Or not. Yeah. So we have a regular episode. We're going to do a review. Mm-hmm. Um, check the mailbag. But, but first, um, how are you and is there anything you'd like to say? And we should talk about things that you've learned recently. Um, I am fine. Um, as of when we're recording this, um, the um, uh, the Supreme Court has leaked a decision that could potentially overturn um, Roe v. Wade, which is the abortion case. Um, and I've so that is very upsetting and yeah. makes me very angry, but I'm fine. Sure. So I've heard of, I've heard of the Supreme court and Roe v. Wade Yes. and, and this leaked, leaked thing. Some yes. people are talking about it. Mm-hmm. So you're taking classes from people in, in legal fields. Yeah. scholars of the field yes. and and one of the things i like about having people in i know in college is that i can ask them hey so what are people saying about that so what have you learned um well today in my um sex positive criminology class um we talked about it um and basically we all like because nobody really knows what's going on because like the supreme court has never leaked a decision before that's never happened we ordinarily would never find out about this until june when the term like the quarter or i don't know what they're called but the yeah i think it well you probably time. know better than it it seems like a term yeah the term for when they're deciding their cases ends and they just release all of their stuff. Um, so partially that's very weird, um, in that sense, but then, um, it's also just, we don't really know what that will mean, especially because it's been, it's just a leak and we don't know for sure if that's actually the final decision. Right. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah, so my sex positive criminology class was originally for this last week and a half going to talk about, um, creating a sex positive campus, um, and what that would look like and informing students about like a consent culture and like stuff like that. Um, but now we have decided as a class, we're going to switch gears and work on figuring out what this means as a class and then also 
um, do some kind of outreach thing to the rest of campus. So whether it's like creating a poster or a zine or like sidewalk chalk or like a presentation or something that just the students can also kind of figure out, get some information that we have learned and hopefully get some comfort or just less in the dark feeling about it um, next week. So next Tuesday is our last class. Um, so yeah, that's wow. kind of cool that we can just do that. Yeah. Yeah. Actually see a community need and decide that's what you should do. Yeah. That's cool. Mm -hmm. And it's also cool. Like um, I'm taking a different class called constitutionalism, which is where I read Roe v. Wade and I read Planned Parenthood versus Casey. Um, and so like, I have like a lot of that background information um, outside of that class, um, mm. outside of my sex positive class. Right. And um, like, so some people were like, yeah, I know what Roe v. Wade is, but I don't really know all of it. And so that was kind of cool that then I could bring in that stuff from about a month ago from my other class and explain kind of what the legacy of those cases actually mean to us and what they've provided as like a standard. Um, yeah. So, so let me get this straight. So you were the person who spoke up and said, Hey, I know something about this. Let me contribute. Yes. To our class discussion? Yeah. Okay. I won't after, tell you. after I waited for a little bit and <laughs> knew that nobody else was answering. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, I won't tell your mother about this until she hears it on the, on the podcast. Why not? Well, because she'll be, I mean, it'll be a surprise. She'll, she'll be like... Because because you're not typically the person we, well, you talk about not saying stuff in class. I'm sure yeah. you say more than what you uh, describe, but this is something that we know about you. So, yeah, your mother will be so proud of you. Thanks. Hi, Mama. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's so. Do, do any of your in any of these discussions are they talking about like? okay, maybe this will be a turning point in a whole nother direction that we weren't expecting. Like, like when Utah challenged gay marriage and now we've legalized gay marriage as a fundamental right. Like, could there be something else that kind of like flips the other way? Um, based on Supreme court stuff. Um, since there's only nine and four of them are very conservative and three of them are pretty liberal. Um, one of them, uh, chief, chief justice, John Roberts is kind mm -hmm. of in between. So we don't really know how he could vote, but it could be, I don't know. Yeah. So, so it still could be a five, four decision. It could still be a five, four decision. Um, or 
it could be like um a plurality decision so technically when every so you can vote yes or no um but then in the essays that they write the papers right. their decisions um you can write a majority a concurring or a dissenting opinion and so you can vote yes but still concur um so basically in saying like oh but i don't like the like the reason for that so you oh. could have like a 4-4 split but since someone is concurring and that would be a plurality opinion which like it would still go through but then people do read that and that still sets precedent for huh. cases down the line um which is pretty interesting oh and that's what happened in um planned parenthood versus casey um which yeah they decided that was a couple years after that was 1990s um and that decided that instead of the trimester framework in row they were doing a viability standard mm. um so just if the fetus could live outside of the parent body um by itself then you could not have an abortion but if it was pre viability then the state could not limit the abortions as mm -hmm. long as the doctor was also involved um yeah and so that was a plurality opinion basically because the person who was concurring who I don't remember who that was they were saying like that they didn't like that they didn't really uphold Roe. They just kind of said they did, but they overturned a lot of what Roe said. Um, hmm. Yeah. This has now become a legal podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that will bring in the listeners. Yeah. So that's fascinating. But I, what I was thinking, uh, I'm glad you said that, but what, what I was thinking of when I asked is, what is there beyond the like outside of the courts couldn't something else happen like maybe this will be a whole new push for legislation that is fundamentally different which i kind of think is something that we need anyway yeah so that could be a thing um like there are currently like so on one side there's currently I think it's like 13 states, including like the Dakotas, Texas, Utah, Florida, I think, and several others that have trigger laws. So like as yep. soon as like Roe gets overturned, like abortion is banned in those places. Yep. Um, but like on the, so that is not good. But on the other side of that, um, like Democrats um, can be very upset about that. And so there might be a big surge in more Democratic people getting elected, especially because we're close to an election. Right. Um, or we're in primaries and stuff. So there might be a surge of that. Um, but I don't know. It's yeah. all up in the air right now, and that's yep. makes it hard. <laughs> right now while we're recording. Yep. So by the time we post this, it could be all different. Yeah. Yeah. Or it could be even more up in the air. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's primaries going on right now, tonight. The Ohio primary includes J.D. Vance. You know who that guy is? No. He's the author of Hillbilly Elegy. Oh, I didn't know that person. And he was endorsed by Trump. He's like completely like changed his whole, yeah. So the listener can't see the face that you're making, but he's like made this whole pro-Trump and endorsed by Trump kind of stance. It's super bizarre. That is strange. That's what I thought. But he says he was wrong about all the things he said that, that Donald, he had critiqued Donald Trump in years past. And now he says he was all wrong. Hmm. It's super weird. That is super weird. Cause I've read sections of that book. I didn't read the whole thing, but right. like for a class in like 10th grade, um, and that's not the impression I got. But. <laughs> right. You think that there'd be a whole other stance, but yeah, I, I truly do not understand. Um, as I mean, I can just say that and, and have a hard stop. I do not understand <laughs> lots yeah. of things. That's good. What did so, you learn this week? Well, um, well, I learned about um, the idea that there can be a plurality in a Supreme Court decision. <laughs> I learned that about 90 seconds ago. Yeah, that's a good one. That was a revelation. Um, and that you know all this stuff and that you get to um, make sense of it right there in the middle of uh, uh, of history happening. Yeah. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um. But let's see, before I talk to you, what have I learned? Um, I just turned in grades, so there hasn't, hasn't been, like, there hasn't been a whole lot of learning. Although, (laughs) one of the things I assigned to students um, in my advanced physics lab class that I co-teach with our friend Colin. um, Oh, yeah. Um. I had them do experiments on water absorption in towels. And it turns out there's a whole bunch of stuff that, that they did that even I didn't expect them to do. And it was like all kinds of interesting, which it's not nearly as relevant as the kinds of stuff that you're talking about with the Supreme court. But it was interesting at how far my students could take certain things and how sophisticated and thoughtful they could be. Yeah. So that was cool. That's good. Yeah. Oh, and I was introduced to a student who I have in class in the fall, who's an advisee of mine. I was helping them figure out their summer. Mm -hmm. And he said, oh, yeah. And by the way, I was a student of so-and-so in ninth grade. And that teacher that he had as a ninth grader was a student of mine in college. So I now have I have a student who was a student of a student of of someone who was a student of mine. Wow. That's crazy. The math works out, but it does seem a little crazy. I mean, you're almost 50. I am. Yeah. Just a few more. It is my birthday month. Yeah. Yeah. So that's exciting. Yeah. 
who knows what we'll be podcasting after I'm 50. <laughs> we'll have flying cars and stuff. Probably. Once I'm 50, yeah, that'll be the future. Or now. Yeah. So, yeah, I haven't been nearly as involved in in like revolutionary learning like you are, but that's, there have been things. Yeah. Oh. All learning is good learning. Yeah. It's very wise. Thanks. So, uh, should we get into our review of the week? Sure. Okay. Do you want to, inter- no, you're sipping on your straw. Yeah. We are reviewing after a lot of debate over different things that we have watched or experienced. We've decided to review the pandemic that has been COVID-19. Yeah. Or that is COVID-19. Yeah. (laughs) This was spurred by a statement by Dr. Fauci. And he, he, he just said something like, we're out of our pandemic phase. And people interpreted that as him saying the pandemic is over, which he didn't really say. Yeah. And he kind of backtracked. (laughs) And uh, yeah. And of course we see cases surging again, hopefully to not as much of an ill effect, but thinking of the pandemic in hindsight, how has your first pandemic been? Um, I hope it is my last pandemic. Oh, How has it been for you? Well, it's been my least favorite pandemic ever. That's, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So review over. So (laughs) zero out of five stars. Yeah. One out of five stars. I learned a lot about myself. Okay, good. Tell me. Um, over the pandemic, I discovered my gender was different than I thought it was. Um, Jesus, COVID is is really weird. I never <laughs> I knew you lost your sense of smell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you lose your sense of smell, your gender, um, and that's it. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah, but... So, so, so how... how <laughs> How did COVID-19 contribute to your awakening of that, that gender identity? Um, well, I was stuck inside thinking for a long time. And so I think that contributed to it. But then I don't know if it actually contributed to it or if I just happened to figure it out during that time. And so then it's kind of associated with that in my mind. Sure. But I don't know. I also started college during the pandemic. Yeah. So. Lots of of friends. um, And started a podcast over the pandemic. Right. Oh, yeah. So podcasts will turn you gay. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's kind of it. Yeah. We got a puppy over the pandemic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they'll mess with you. Yeah. <laughs> right, lots of things happened. So so to be clear, your your gender identity It's not linked. Okay. <laughs> Coincidence. Yeah. Yes. Okay. 
and I, fifty percent of the people on this podcast <laughs> have have retained their gender identity. So yeah. it's yeah. <laughs> it's it's all cool. It's a fifty fifty shot. Right. Be careful. <laughs> Think <laughs> thinking of starting a podcast? Well, <laughs> consider this. <laughs> you might turn fifty and lose your eyesight, or you could change your gender. Yeah. That's the truth that we know. Yeah. We should we should like make a commercial for podcasting and like that's yeah. the slogan. <laughs> yeah. I've been wondering like here I've been thinking we needed like a soundtrack and I never really thought that one worked, but but maybe this is it. Yeah. We just need a a trailer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is is the heteronormative establishment getting you down? <laughs> Start a podcast. Try podcasting. <laughs> you may be queer. <laughs> Okay, did so I tell happened. you the thing? Did I tell you the thing I saw on on the internet that was like, guys don't like white guys don't go to therapy; they just start a podcast. And I was like, oh yeah, that's what uh, we do. That's that hits a little too close to home. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. But the pandemic. Yeah, the pandemic. Right. Yeah, anything else that happened during the pandemic? I mean, okay, so you've made some pretty major life, uh, had had big life moments. Yeah. Um, so what does the, what do you think of the pandemic in terms of how you think about your fellow, fellow human, humanity, peoples? Um, I think a lot more about my saliva impacting them than I did before. <laughs> yeah. Like I, yeah, like mm, I still wear my mask all the time inside. Um, and then like most of the time when I'm outside in busy places. And so like, because there are still people who can't get, vaccinated or still very immunocompromised and mm. so like covid is still deadly and is still one of the highest it's one of the causing like the highest things that is killing people in the in america right now and so like that is very strange that i am contributing to people potentially their mortality and yeah, and I think that's it's interesting how some people have been thinking about that a lot and other people have kind of gotten over that and ignore that now. Hmm. Which is interesting. It's hard for me to like yes, it's it's a high of the things that we deal with. It's it's a higher risk than most any other thing but then it doesn't like i think you're at this point more likely to die in a car crash than of covid on average yeah well me because i'm healthy 
Right. But okay. not everybody is in my privileged situation. Okay. And they like as a as like someone who grew up with good healthcare and with white privilege and stuff like that, like our family and our community is much better off than a good percent of minority populations and like which have devastated their communities. Mm. But we were talking about that in my stats class the other day. So Jeez, you take all kinds of classes with relevant yeah. I only take cool classes. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to tell my stats friends that you've put stats into that into that box. Uh into social it's social stats. So it's it's a stats class that fulfills a math credit for humanities majors who don't really want to do math. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard a few people. <laughs> no, it sounds like a really useful class. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Ha. Huh. So the difference between you're thinking of those who cannot were outside of a certain standard deviation. Yeah. That society might not be thinking about. Yeah. So has hmm. I'm trying to I'm trying to think of what's a good outcome of COVID. Maybe we get to think about other people we don't normally think about, or maybe Yeah. Maybe you're already thinking of them. Yeah. I think like currently um in a lot of places the laws are back to favoring the most well-off people, which is how they have always pretty much been in our country and in our society. And yeah. like COVID was a little bit of a time where it favored people who were not at that stage, who were not at the higher up, um, like socioeconomic status or like uh, something like that. Um, yeah. And so that was an outcome and made some people upset, but that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. There was certainly, a, there were moments where you thought, okay, we're all needing to buckle down. We're going to be in this together. Yeah. And I thought that vaccines would be this thing where we would continue to say the same thing. Yeah. And for a you moment I thought that, yeah, <laughs> that was really good feeling to get my first vaccine. That was so exciting. That was, that was like, I remember, I remember exactly where I was mm -hmm. when I learned I could get the vaccine. Yeah, me too. So that was good. You know, there's one other thing I miss mm. in kind of a really backwards way. When we were first kind of shut down and people really weren't going anywhere, I loved how quiet it was. Yeah. Like, we would go on a walk outside and maybe other people were walking, but no one was driving anywhere. Yeah. Cause you had nowhere to go. Yeah. It was, it was kind of cool. Yeah. And I'm not saying like someone can't record this and let's not let them take this out of context because of all <laughs> the people who record this and say, Oh, that guy thought it was cool that we were all locked down. But I just thought it was amazing how 
what silence could be like. Yeah. Yeah. But, well, I guess I'll, I'll remember that. And then I can think of, uh, 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 the sound isn't actually the background. It is something we add on to, onto the nothing that is there. And birds seem to like sing more clearly or more things seem to be out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that was me looking at stuff differently or if that was how it was, but right. Right. Do you perceive things differently? There was that, you remember the wild turkeys that were roaming the neighborhood? Yeah. And it seems like there was something else that we, in the neighborhood, there sightings of... Was, that a, was there a bobcat? Or was that a different time? There was something like that. That just like, w- came down from the mountain and yeah. was hanging out? It wasn't... There was... When you, when you were in elementary school, there was this uh, cougar sighting. Yeah. But that was a long time ago. Yeah. And they kept you inside so that the cougar didn't eat the children. <laughs> yeah. That was different. Yeah. Yeah, but there were like more deer around. Mm-hmm. And occasionally deer come down out of the foothills, but there were more of them and the wild turkeys were around. And yeah, it yeah. was just, there's some different things. Yeah, but like the turkeys were like right outside our house. Yeah, in our driveway. Yeah. And we didn't know what to do about it. <laughs> Because there are just yeah. turkeys. We just watched them. Yeah. Was I was worried cool. about our chickens because I didn't want the turkeys to attack the chickens. Yeah. That seems kind of funny to imagine now. but Yeah. Hmm. All right. Anything else you learned during the pandemic? I mean, you kind of, it was kind of folded into lots of other things that were happening. Yeah. Yeah. I did a lot of stuff and then I also didn't get to do a lot of stuff um but it's okay overall you did a lot of things that yeah I did do a lot of more than more than not doing things I guess yeah yeah that was good Mm -hmm. um Still, I don't like pandemics. No. Don't recommend nope. a global pandemic. Thumbs down. <laughs> not not recommended. Yep. Okay, well, we're we're settled. We have a plurality. No, we that's a majority. A ma- we have a majority. We yeah. have a unanimous decision. <laughs> Excuse me. Yep. Unanimous. Okay. Uh, good review. <laughs> Maybe next yeah. time we'll review something the, fun. The, yeah, the book of Boba Fett. Oh, I haven't I'm, seen that. I'm halfway through. Oh, is it good? Um, or are you going to save that for a review? It's. I should save it, but it's. I'll tell you. It's. It's kind of campy, but mm. interesting. It's good. Like some of it, you're like, oh, that's kind of silly the way they're, the way it's staged, but it's good. Yeah. Emma and I, my roommate and I have been watching um, Moon Knight, which is a new Marvel TV show with um, Oscar Isaac. It is very good. Oh. Yeah. There's like one more episode coming out Wednesday. It's very good. Okay. I think I've seen a a banner for that. That's on the 
the Disney Plus. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, there, there we go. Yeah. I guess, I guess Disney has some merit after all. New up and coming corporation. Yeah, yeah, they could make something of themselves. Yeah, maybe the a Disney's. theme park or seven, something like that. So, yep. You know. Yep. They'll make their way through this. Yep. Okay. Um. Yeah, we'll have other reviews. Probably next time we'll do a 10 questions. Yeah. I wonder if it will be before I turn 50 and uh, you finish your semester. We'll see. Yeah, that's coming up quick. Yeah. But, yeah. How are you feeling about the end of your term? Um, It snuck up on me. Yeah. It's suddenly May and yep. I've got um a week of classes left and then finals so that's a good way to do it yeah it's i'm almost halfway through college oh my god all of which has been during a pandemic yep yep so that's pretty fun well you've had some really good experiences yeah it's been good all things considered yep and next year well all kinds of episodes, things to talk about in next year's episodes. Yeah, don't you, no spoilers. Okay, no spoilers. <laughs> I won't. Yeah, whole new whole new season. Yeah. <laughs> okay. With the theme music and everything. Yeah, or at least a trailer. Yeah. Says, you wanna <laughs> wanna turn your kids kids queer? Start a pod- podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, we no okay. We started. We had the idea before. Yes, we've been talking about it a long time for a long time. But we didn't start it until after. Yeah, which is that's fine too. It's just just the way it turned out. Yep. Um, which is to say, I would do a podcast with you on either side. Thanks. Of those life-altering, life-navigating kinds of things. Yeah, right. Yeah. I don't want to give anything else away. You have other things coming up soon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's check the mailbag. Okay. Okay. Yep. That's it. (laughs) Nothing. Nothing. And that's fine. Yeah. Sometimes someone has sympathy and they just, they, they send a, a faux piece of mail or a, a fan, fan mail. Yeah. Yeah. And that's great. Thanks, Emma. Thanks, Anna. Those are great. But, um, but we haven't had any hard-hitting issues to discuss. Yeah. And that's fine. Maybe we can be like a full-time like therapy podcast where or something like that where you just coach people through their issues or something like that. That's a great idea. That would combine the things I... I hate most in the media, which is self-help books and um, advice columns. Yeah. But if I had my own, I think then it would be worth it. Well, then you you only <laughs> give good advice because it's your own right. advice. So everything you say you think is great. Right. <laughs> right. Except I think you and I are the same 
have the same nature where we'd say, eh, I'm not really sure about this. Yeah. Maybe you should do yeah. that your own time. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But if you want to email us, it's mouth sounds. No, it's dear mouth sounds. Dear mouth sounds at gmail.com. Yeah. Or go to our website at yep. mouthsounds.org yep. and go to the contact button. Yeah. And, and just pile up those mails. Yeah. Yeah. All, all 11 listeners. All the envelopes. <laughs> we keep finding other people who list, who do listen to this really? periodically. Yeah. That's fun. They like to. I've talked to two people in recent months who I did not know had listened and they actually do. Yeah. So that's good. That is good. Spread the word. And, uh, okay. That's all we have. Nice talking to you, Reed. It's good to talk to you too, Dad. Keep your feelings inside. Thank you, you too. Thanks. Bye. Bye.